Guys, it's that time again to step in the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast. Oh, my travesty. And guys, uh, we, we are here. We're, this is the beginning of, uh, of the official, uh, split of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast. Uh, I mentioned, uh, in a video I posted on our Facebook page last week how, uh, I decided I wanted to take our brand and divide it into uh, mainstream wrestling and independent wrestling. This is the first episode of the independent wrestling. I do have uh, my new uh, co-host with me. He's uh, right next to me underneath the uh, JFW logo here, which will be an unveiling here in a moment. Uh, just to build up the suspense, because I know there's been a lot of questions, uh, you know, brought to me on who the new person is, you know. Uh, I had people ask me, you know, is it Sentinel? You know, is it, is it the commissioner of SCW? Did, did him and I kind of, uh, uh, reach an agreement to where he was brought on? And the answer to that question, absolutely not. Hell no. I hate the fact that people even thought that. Nothing against Sentinel for, you know, his ability to talk about wrestling. But if you go back to uh, a conversation I had with him uh, a couple years ago, where he talked about one of the greatest tag teams being the Bushwhackers, instantly just shows he knows nothing about wrestling. Plus, you kind of look at his booking as well. Uh, we'll kind of look at the uh, SCW uh, uh, SCW uh, show that's coming in July. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit as well. And some of those matches that really doesn't make sense as far as facing who. But uh, luckily, the new co-host I do have uh, is a huge uh, fan of uh, SCW Wrestling as well. So uh, we're going to be able to get his input on that. A lot of people thought it was a former uh, SCW wrestler, uh, Andy Black, who uh, me and Dizzle J had had some uh, interactions with and stuff. And uh, again, absolutely not. Uh, nothing against Andy Black, but he hasn't been to business in a while, so I doubt he knows what's going on to even consider him to be a host of a podcast. Uh, Keith has been uh, mentioned as well. And as interesting that would be, uh, definitely not either. Um, so uh, it's narrowing it down. Uh, there's been a name that people haven't mentioned. Hunter Payne has been mentioned. And I don't even know if the dude really knows how to use a computer. I mean, he barely is able to get onto the Podbean Lives that we do Um correctly, if you will. I know I think he has his granddaughter there to help him or whoever the hell it is, uh, the nurse at the uh, home that uh, he currently is at. So uh, we're going to bring uh, our new co-host on here in a moment, but I have to get this out of the way first before we begin that this episode of Just Regressive Just Re- Podcast is brought to you by BallWash.com. Now, if you guys are just like me, and uh, this isn't the only thing I do, I actually have a full-time job where I work out into the long, hot days all day long, and I perspire. I get sweaty, I get dirty, I get smelly, and when I come home, I want to get clean, and the best way for me to get cleaned up and everything is to use my products that I get from BallWash.com. Damn, it's going to clean you from head to toe, from hold of everything from shampoos, conditioners, washes. 
they have a ball guard, and what that is as a lotion that goes right onto the, uh, your area, if you will, anywhere really you want to. You think you're going to perspire. It dries as a powder, and it keeps yourself fresh and ready to go all day long. So if you guys want, go to ballwash.com, fill your cart up with all their amazing products. Use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Use it at checkout. You'll save yourself 15% in your entire order. That's right, guys. Ballwash.com. When it comes to your sack, they got your back. Okay, cool. <clears throat> got that plug out. We'll do some plugs along the way and everything as well. But I think it's time. I know you guys are ready for this. I know you guys are excited for this. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, the new co-host of JFW Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, Just Freaking Wrestling. God, I'm so excited. I'm even screwing up my own words. I can't even say it. Um, uh, Superfan Steve is here. Uh, hashtag F Steve. Uh, fact checking Steve. I've called him so many names. Um, but he is here. He is, he's, Steve, thank you for being here, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Well, thank you for having me. You finally have some talent on the JFW show. That's, I know it's a uh, different show from the main show. Yeah. But this soon will be the main show. Yeah. Well, we, we, we talked a little bit about before we recorded about how I've been watching a lot of the NWO stuff, um, on, uh, on the Peacock Network now. Uh, and, Peacock, uh, yep. On the CAC, yeah. And uh, I was kind of looking up some history on the NWO as far as, like, the groups and the different uh, um, uh, generations or evolutions that I came with. And I never really knew until I looked it up today that there was an NWO B team that consists of, like, Stevie Ray, uh, Buff Bagwell, like, uh, members of the NWO were never officially full-blown NWO members. And that's where I kind of feel like we're kind of at, like, I – like, I know this is going to be incredible, especially for the local oh, yeah. viewership. That's why we're doing this, um, because uh, I know there's a fan base in the local area, especially pertaining to independent wrestling, that wants us to discuss it a lot more, more than we have been on the uh, mainstream uh, show. So I thought to myself, what's the best way to not only pull in more viewership from around the world, which we have been doing, but also keeping people interested in the entire longevity of the show when it pertains to mainstream fans and when it pertains to ind- uh, independent fans. And, of course, I'm a genius. Why not just have two shows? <laughs> so I split it go. up. Right? This this currently is the, the SmackDown, if you will, uh, the NXT UK, if you will, the AEW Dynamite, or Rampage, if you will, of, uh, of the JFW podcast uh, company. But if you look at SmackDown and NXT UK, SmackDown is a lot better than Raw. So you're saying this show, this show is going to be better than the mainstream show, as the other one is called. This is the indie show, the mainstream. And yeah, actually, I, in this day and age, indie wrestling is a lot better than mainstream. So of course, this show is going to be number one. Oh, I, I and I and I I do believe that because I think the growth that we're going to have and the interaction we're going to have at this show may supersede the uh, the mainstream show just for the fact that there's a lot of fans that we have across the world that I think are a little too nervous to uh, interact with us and get our opinions on it because we are so straightforward and so honest in what we do. Oh, uh, yeah, this show is going to be they, – they need to understand one thing. Mm-hmm. This show is going to be honest. Yep. Even local promoters, local wrestlers may not like what we have to say, but, damn it, you know they're going to listen. Oh, and they and the thing is that they need to. And I know I've I made the joke about it several times on uh um on the mainstream episode that 
Uh, I believe WWE does listen to our shows because when I when I put out a what if situation, it ends up showing up like two weeks later. So either I'm good enough to why I could even book WWE, or they're smart enough to listen to what I have to say and uh, just steal my ideas. So how um, anybody can book WWE today, right? It's 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 oh so, well, yeah. Let's, I mean, let's not get let's not get on the WWE. Let's stay on our indie. Yeah, let's start our indie show. Yeah, let's, so. I, yeah, so so the whole concept of this show, as I mentioned several times, even in this show, is we're going to talk about independent wrestling. That's everything from Southland Championship yep. Wrestling, ARW Pro, uh, Phoenix Pro Wrestling, uh, any other independent companies that we kind of... Never, uh, I've never... We've been talking back and forth about Phoenix Pro. I'd like to go see them. Um, one other thing I want to touch on is I'm excited to talk about promotions that are no longer around. Pro Wrestling Blitz... Mm-hmm. Um, NXW, I know NXW got a lot of flack as a yarder fed, but they were actually pretty damn decent. And one that I used to really be a super fan of back in the uh, late 90s was WWA. Mike Bonomo was the promoter. Now, a lot of people like Mr. Bonomo around this area, yeah. but I'm telling you, we need to get him on this show eventually because I really want to do a deep dive into that. Because I'll tell you right now, they have some awesome fucking shows oh yeah guys that wrestled there that are still you know the lunatic Mm -hmm. started there dirty doc skurlock they had a guy called the human wrecking ball pete madden they had actually an exploding barbed wire match there one time (laughs) at wwa god and and that's the stuff that i do want to focus on as well as we go through and move forward in these episodes is talking about the history of uh, independent wrestling because we never really know where we are today without knowing where we came from and i think as wrestling fans we need to learn you know about those businesses a lunatic wrestling federation was one of the first independent wrestling companies i've ever saw not around anymore uh my cousin wrestled there my cousin owned elite pro wrestling that's no longer around Uh, i remember i i seen elite pro honestly on a cable access channel Mm -hmm. a couple times i think honestly back in the day when it was a tci cable in the area it was yeah. on, like, Channel 21, like, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And when, I would watch them on, you know, yeah. um, look them up through the Internet. That's when the Internet was first starting, so. Oh, yeah. I think one of my, I think one of my cousin's proudest moments was when they uh, debuted a television title, and they could legitimately. 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 Thank you. God, you're gonna help. You're gonna help there me you out go. here because th- this is what I do. Uh, they were able to call it the television title because they were televised on uh, cable. Uh, same yeah. way with their uh, Elite Pro World title, uh, they were they were able to officially establish the world uh, part of it because they got defended outside the country. Uh, same thing, I believe, with SCW when uh, they had. Let's say it was Maverick Cage who wrestled on England in it uh, for uh, defending. Yeah, him and. Him and uh, God, what was her name? <laughs> um, was it Moxie? Molly, no, Moxie. Molly, Molly Holly. <laughs> Molly Holly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Moxie, no, when Moxie, they went over Molly. to England. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's cool how like there are. I know there are independent companies out there, and I think we're going to kind of learn about them as we go through this together. Um, that will just throw a world title. Um name onto a title that's never been defended outside of Nebraska or whatever. You know, right. so um it, when when you get when we get an opportunity to do this show and get to meet these companies, get to meet these uh, promoters and owners and how serious they take their business, 
Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then obviously there's Sentinel, who's uh, unprofessional as fuck. Which, um, just, and, and that's one thing. Try, has he been trying to get on the show yet? You know what? I, I got. lobbying to get, his, get out I, of here and try to. Talk I have about not his favorite tag team, the fucking Bushwhackers. No, Bushwhackers. <laughs> I have Jesus not. Christ. I have not had a conversation with that guy since we did the live stream uh, about a couple months ago that he kind of returned on. I did see him at Steam Hollow when uh, SCW did the Rock and Wrestling event. Uh, he did kind of point me out in the crowd, try to make some jokes about the podcast, uh, but just got booed to the point where he just kind of stopped talking, which is kind of a a norm for him. So, yeah, that's normal to get, you know, he thought he was a fan favorite, and then he learned how a fan can turn other fans yeah. against you. Yeah, he, he almost has like that. And that, oh, and that's one thing I did want to mention, uh, because this is the independent show, like you kind of mentioned earlier, we're not going to so much uh, discuss anything mainstream unless it's like a comparison in a way. Uh, for example, right. uh, Sentinel is really like the, the Rikishi gimmick where he ran over Austin, he said he did it for The Rock. <laughs> Kind of like that thing. Sentinel says that what he's doing is best for the fans, even though everybody in uh, the SCW uh, world, community, universe, whatever you want to call them, uh, just doesn't like him. And I don't know if it's like because of the arrogance he has or just his poor way of managing. But I, I, st- yeah, I still have yet to get my apology from him for when he interrupted uh, my interview with JPH on the live stream. Uh, I thought maybe I'd get a reaction from him when I was posting the video on the uh, the split of the show, and I haven't heard anything from him. So I think it's one of those things where he's okay saying something to me when he has time to really sit down and think about what he has to say. And nine times out right. of ten, he's not able to do that unless he's in his wife's robe, sitting in his rocking chair, sipping what I can only <laughs> assume is maybe a chamomile tea with a little spoonful of honey. You know what you need to ask him? He needs to break out a... Uh... When he first started showing his ugly mug around uh, Southland, uh, Jason Dukes, I don't know if you ever heard of him, wrestled, uh, I believe it was still Chicago-style wrestling Southland. This dude was a bigger guy, but, man, could he move. Anyway, he auctioned off a pink rope, and there's a picture of the Sentinel in it. Really? He probably struts around his house in that damn thing. Probably Telling only that to tell him how great he is. Oh, God, Lord. Right? Probably just in that robe. Um, yeah, there ain't much hanging from there, though. <laughs> but that's one of the cool things about doing this show with you, too, is I'm going to, I'm, you're going to help me learn the history of independent wrestling, especially when we go into officially doing the Windy City uh, Championship Wrestling uh, panel that we are still planning on doing. I know I mentioned it several times. It hasn't happened yet, but we're going to do it. Well, I think that's that's going to be a massive undertaking but i you know i know some about windy city i don't know it all but i know some yeah but it was the premier independent promotion in chicago for a long time yeah well and to, you still have guys today wrestling that that's where they cut their teeth well that, and that's something that you know i i've learned as i've been doing this because like i didn't know the president of wcw um what's his name say Sam. Sam DeCero. Sam. I didn't know who Sam was. Um, I know Hunter Payne was in Windy City. I know Austin Roberts uh, was part C of Windy Red. City. C-Red. Uh, which was C-Red. Um, yeah. C-Red is somebody I'm going to want to talk to you about, too. Um, Marco Anthony. He's yeah. Still, you know, with Elite 
elite pain in the ass, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Ivan Manson, you know, uh, Snake Manson, Terry, I- Terry Allen, you know, he's back. Mm-hmm. He's shown his, you know, back in the wrestling. Yeah. There's just so it, many. Then you have Sean Mulligan. Um, yeah. Then you have, uh, up north, you have Powell, where Jimmy Blaze started at, uh, yeah. Windy City. And speaking of Powell, did you see that, uh, August 6th that the SCW title is going to be defended? Against the yeah. Power Championship against Scott Spade. Yeah, I I I just noticed that the other day on the uh, on Facebook. I thought that was kind of interesting how uh, how SCW's allowing. And I, I always I'm always curious on how what the mindset goes into a booker allowing his championship to be defended at another company. Well, if you've noticed though, Max Halliday for a while there was coming out. It wasn't the Power Championship. I think it was an underneath belt. He was bringing that to SCW. I honestly thought it was just. I thought he got a. Bought a replica belt, one to look cool yeah. with, you know, two belts. You talking about uh, you talking about three time SCW heavyweight champion Max Holiday who won oh, the title Jesus. for four hundred days. You say oh, that Jesus. only three time heavyweight champion. I'm just, I mean, you, you I give credit what creds do, you know. I have to admit that match as ARW with Hunter and him, that crowd, Jesus, that was oh, a, a savage crowd. It was man, I thought. I thought the fans were going to fight the fans. That's how crazy we were that night. Right. I, I it bothered me so much that that match ended in like a countout or whatever. They just threw it out or whatever. Um, I sit in like the fact that Hunter's son got involved in it. Um, I still to this day believe it was his son's fault, not Holiday's fault. He was just defending himself. <laughs> uh, same same way when Sentinel interfered in the match. Uh, you know, it's like you know they. I know SCW AOW's feud is is long gone. I know that's over. Um, but I have to admit though that 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 feud, honestly, as much as I've been watching wrestling, is probably one of the best. Say storyline mm-hmm. was the best story, and I've ever yeah. one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, the and, way they did it. Yeah, and even the outcome from it. I mean, you still got AOW guys who. I've kind of like officially found a home now in Southland as far as Santana Starks, uh, Mr. Yeah. 3% John Hudson, Max Holiday, uh, even Flattop, the referee. You know, he's an official SCW <laughs> senior referee. Oh, I so, love giving Flattop shit. And uh, there, was, there was always that concern, especially when SCW started putting shows back out there and ARW really hasn't kind of came back, uh, if they were coming back. And now we've noticed that they have their – Stripping all their yep. titles, starting all over again, and well, um, I believe all their champions. Well, you had the Sharpshooters who were no longer around. Yep. Um, Machine was their, I believe, their heavyweight. He retired. He retired. Yep. And then you Ma- had, Manny I believe, Cruz. Dave Allen. Yeah, Dave Allen uh, was stricken with cancer, and I believe he was the Indian. Was he the Indiana State champion at that time? I believe. I think or was he was Johnny Showtime. It was one of them two. I can't remember. I want to say I want to say it might have been Showtime because I think Allen had it before JPH took it off of him, and I think Showtime. Yeah, that alleged allegedly fast count there at that one yeah. at ARW show. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a clean, nice, slow count. Yeah, um, and then obviously Melanie Cruz is in AEW now, so it, it makes right. it makes a lot of sense. Uh, so I know that they have brackets and tournaments going on. From the looks of it. Uh, they probably won't have any titles officially announced probably next spring, but it's going to be kind of cool to watch how everything goes. We know Max Holiday advanced uh, against Jake Andrews at the last uh, AOW show. 
Uh, James Creed is in the run for the uh, ARW championship as well, which is interesting to also think that James Creed is, you know, a born or, or James Creed is a, a, a trained and raised up through SCW. And the first championship right. opportunity he has is in a different company. Um, but he, yeah. is a former, he is a former ARW tag team champion with uh, Max, uh, Max, not Max Halliday, uh, Max Blaylock. Janetti. Um, Janetti, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think even Janetti would be too much of an insult to Janetti if I called Max, uh, Max a Janetti. But, uh, exactly. But, I mean, that's the thing. I know a lot of people hate me for saying it, but I believe every tag team has a fucking Janetti. You know, it's, there's always somebody. They all, they all do. So, so who's the Janetti with, uh, Hunter Payne and Marco Anthony? Marco Anthony. <laughs> I don't, don't get me wrong, but I mean, it, and the thing is, like, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one who believes it. If you watch uh, Steve Arndt's Power Hour uh, interview, oh, God, don't with bring Gaines him up. Needle, I got to bring him that up because show, because it's a segue to the most rate podcast ever. I, I loved how uh, I, I loved uh, his whole because he does the video podcast, which is kind of like what we're doing here. Right, right. Uh, he he did the first official interview with Evil Gaines and Evil, which uh, they're going to be our first guests on here if we get it set up, and hopefully get that uh, set up soon to get them on here. Uh, but I mean, C Red was on there, the manager of Elite Pain, uh, yeah, doing nothing. He was, he was dogging him. Yeah, the, the whole time. Marco. Where's Anthony? Where's Anthony? And it's like it's, it's like it doesn't matter, like you know, if he's there or not. If you're managing a guy, build him there up. You, you support the fuck out of him. But see yeah, what behind closed doors, you could argue and yell yeah. and fight. But that's that that's some type of manager that is going to dog, like you said, dog his own guy. Hundred percent manager. And I can, and I can never take away, I can never take away anything C Red's done in the business. Also a Windy City guy. So I respect the shit out of C Red. I just don't like him. Because just for the sheer fact of what, he, what he said about his own champions. And I'm not the hugest fan of Elite Pain. Uh, clearly me and Hunter have had like up and down roller coaster issues over the last couple of years. Uh, Anthony's never had, never done anything to me. He's just guilty by proxy. Um, there you go. Guilty by association, whatever the fancy term is. Uh, but you still, you, you gotta, you, you gotta build it. I mean, like, what, I mean, how do, how would it, how would it work out if Charlie Jr., you know, went around, you know, giving shit to Ivan if Ivan wasn't around? You know, it's like, it's like how does it work when he comes out with them, you know, two weeks later to a match, talk, calling him his big bad brother from another mother because his papa was a freak, you know? It, make, no, it makes it, no sense. No, they don't. It makes none. Not that, at all. C Red is not that much different than Sentinel, and I'll say it. I have no problem doing oh, it. Oh, I wouldn't. Nah, 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 I'm going there. Nah, I'm going nah. there. He, 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 nah. he ran. He ran his mouth to a point where now he just kind of seems like a jerk. And I'll say it. C Red's kind oh, of a damn, jerk. Man. Respect for everything he's jerk. I wouldn't. Respect for everything he's done to this man. it's kind of jerkish. It, 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 I could say horrible. I could well, say worse words. But it's well, jerk. if you get him on this show, I want you to tell him that he's a jerk. Tell me he's a jerk. I, I, he, how can he dispute what I'm saying though? What he's gonna say like, what he's gonna tell me that like, you know, like sometimes you just gotta speak the truth, hundred percent. But not when you're managing the guy two weeks later. Makes no sense, especially when you're building up evil gains evil, who is calling out your tag team that you're managing even to begin with. I tell you what, I think that 
Evil and Gaines Nevo is going to be the new champions. Here's the problem, though. But and I'll say it: tag teams in SCW, there is none. No, there is none. none. There's none. You have Elite Pain. Mm-hmm. Who the hell they fight? The 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 bearded brothers. Yeah, <laughs> the, the super bearded brothers. Come on, Jesus now. Christ! Come on, that was a that was a, then, that was well, a match. Well, you have the elements of war, just amazing Dakobra, uh-huh. and they're like gone all of a sudden. That yeah. that was a great tag team. I thought it was. Yeah. You know, well, and then speak- you have one of the best tag teams is Bulletproof LLC. You know, they've cut their, you know, they've cut, dropped some weight finally, you know, some loose, you know, tied up loose ends with, uh, Old uh, Gimpy there and Adam Cage, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me ask you about your opinion on that because I wasn't at that show. I was only able to watch it live on pay per view. I wasn't. And, I wasn't at that show either. But I got a, you know, my phone rang and said, you know, I have two phones. I have one for you know bulletproof and one for a personal. And I seen Bo was calling, so when Bo calls, you answer. Yeah, we got and to. He, you know, all I heard was you know it sounded like a chair closing and somebody screaming like a. They, like a newborn baby. Please, mm. no more, no more. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hearing. You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm happy of BJ Price being in there, but you know, it's it's what they say it is. You know, I support Bulletproof 100. percent Yeah, I do. Uh, They're I, always there. They're always at the shows. They never cancel, mm-hmm. and they still get shit shit matches. They're showing up on the flyers though. They are finally showing finally. up on the flyers, right? It, it's one of the things where, like, where, like uh, there's a couple of things I do disagree about you, uh, disagree with you on as far as Bulletproof goes and what they did. Um, I don't think kicking Adam Cage out was the right thing to do. Uh, I mean, obviously, because of that attack, he is going to be out for an extended period of time. Uh, to replace him with VJ, I guess, you know, to have the strength and numbers going forward. But it's going to benefit VJ being with Bulletproof. Uh, in the aspect of having that veteran, uh, that vet- veteran, um, uh, oh, what the fuck is the word I'm thinking of? Uh, presence. Veteran, the, uh, veteran there presence. You go. Uh, as, along with, uh, you know, uh, Bo. Um, I think it's going to help VJ kind of push himself along. I know a lot of the matches he's had, it's kind of been, um, they, they've been good matches. They've been high card matches. He faced Hunter Payne. Shh. He tagged with uh, Matt shit, that one that one Austin Roberts just beat the living shit out of him. Yeah. I think that was welcome to the business, kid. <laughs> oh, it, well, it seemed like that. I mean, it felt like even when he Jesus. faced uh, Hunter, you know, like I like it, it seemed brutal. But you know, I mean, BJ for for the most part held his own the best he could. I mean, Hunter's a big dude. That's why whenever I say shit about him, it's usually over the uh, you know, the recordings. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, granted, I know that he's not gonna do anything to me at the shows. I'm just a, I'm just a customer. I'm a paying fan, you know. It's whatever. But um, you never know. True, but I've seen VJ train. I've had VJ on the podcast even before he debuted in wrestling. Uh, I've had a lot of the guys from uh, the SCW school on this podcast. Even Crete, I've had him on the show before. You know, he became bigger than what he is now. You know, the the guy known for the elbow drop. You know the 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 was the original or the real sharpshooter or whatever the goofy gimmick is. He's still trying to hold on to and the real still he's still he's he's still not certified in duck hunt though. That's what that's what I've been hearing for keeping it reels. 
<laughs> there's there's proof they they've got a hold of Nintendo and there's no no uh, certificate. So I don't, if you're not certified in, in duck hunt, how can you call yourself the real sharpshooter? But I give him credit; he's got a hell of an elbow drop. It it is one of the better elbow drops in the business, that's for sure. Um, but SCW does have a show coming up, Dissension, uh, was that seven, five, is it eight? Dissension eight. Yes. Uh, what day is that? It's July 24th. Hold on, hold on. Fourth? Hold on. Looking up what, what you gave me. Yeah, come on, yeah. What yes, July 24th. July 24th, uh, Shabazz, uh, Civic Center. We're gonna go over some of the matches that are scheduled for that. Uh, luckily, Sentinel isn't in control of what information I get because when I, he is, I never get it. So it's cool to have kind of like you that. Get it, you get it a week later. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it in time to just share it, but I never get it in time to promote it on the podcast. But I'm like Dave Meltzer in the sense I have uh, backdoor access to a lot of uh, things at SCW that Price Sentinel doesn't appreciate. You know, that's, um, uh, I've heard that before. You got a lot of backdoor access. I'm sorry. I'm shutting up. I'm sorry. 100% true. It's it's dirty work, but somebody's got to do it, Steve. <laughs> All right. Right, no one's no one's really willing to dig into the shit, if you will. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, but the Sunshin is coming up. Um, we're gonna talk about some of the matches that are booked. I kind of want to get your opinion on some of these um, decisions as far as championships that are uh, on the line. Uh, before we do All that, right. I just want to remind everybody that uh, this episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Now, if you're just like me, you're a huge fan of stories and history, you just don't like reading them yourselves because maybe you're illiterate or you're just lazy, uh, Audible.com is the best place for you to go. I'm both. It's, right? One-stop shop for audiobooks. You're on a long road trip, whether you're going on vacation, you're on to work, and you want to read about them, you want to hear about amazing story, especially if it pertains to wrestling, like autobiographies of Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, the, the Rise and Fall of WCW, all these books are available, especially the brand new book by Chris Jericho, is available on Audible. And if you use the promo code audibletrial.com slash freaknet, you sign up today, you get a 30-day free trial of Audible, plus a credit to get your first book purchase. So you get the brand new Chris Jericho book, absolutely free, and you can listen to it while you you know do yard work, do housework. So who's, who's reading the book? Is it Chris Jericho? See, I'm not sure because I know Jericho did uh, narrate his last book, so I don't know if he, I don't know if he's gonna narrate this one. So it does vary on who's doing the narrations of them. I was just uh, curious. I have to, I have to go to that sponsor and uh, check it out. It's an amazing sponsor, AudibleTrial.com/slash/FreakNet. We do have a new sponsor uh, for uh, the Freaknet Studios. It is uh, Amazon Music is now officially sponsoring uh, Freaknet Studios. So uh, I got to get the URL officially set up, but as soon as we do, uh, we're going to be able to help you guys uh, get set up for a free trial of uh, Amazon Music as well. So you get your free music for, I think it might be 60 days. I'll have to find out. but. Nice. Uh, but we are going to have a promo code here, Freaknet Studios, that's going to allow you to try out Amazon Music for 30 days or 60 days, however long it is, uh, absolutely free. I want to say it's getamazonmusic.com slash Freaknet, but I want to officially confirm that before we go forward with that. So Jesus, Amazon's getting into the music business now, huh? God, Amazon's getting into the JFW business. Thank you, Audible. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Dissension, uh, one of the matches that were scheduled, uh, this actually kind of seems like a return match from the Steam uh, Hollow show. It's going to be yeah, uh, El, El Dorado taking on uh, Victor Ignatius uh, Peterson, VIP, if you will. VIP. 
I like I like that VIP. Yeah. I like that. Now you didn't get a chance to get to rock and wrestling. Uh, is that correct? No, I was uh, unable to attend. Yeah, awesome I did show. watch this match though. I think I think it was a great match. I think they uh they I I've seen these guys perform at Steam Hollow. First time I've ever seen them like wrestle not only like, individually did. but together. I thought they did pretty decent for the first time. They did. And I do like El Dorado's whole uh King Kong Bundy pin gimmick with the whole like See that's 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 count. the thing I'm not gonna lie. I my opinion, if you do a five count, that's usually to me uh a heel thing, you it's know. It's a heel thing. It's hundred percent heel thing. But you know, as they say, the business is changing. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's one of the things where like it's not. I I don't see him getting over as so much of a face. I think he'd be a lot better as a heel. See, that's what honestly, when I uh, heard about him, I thought he'd be, my opinion, a better heel. Yeah, you, know, you could. You have a big guy like that that can move. Yep. That's that's a hell of a heel. And well, just yeah. come out. You remember nine one one from ECW? Yeah, yeah. One man gang. There you go. Just come out, choke slam the shit out of somebody, yeah. and then leave. But yeah. they, you know, I'm not I'm not booking SCW. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's also I'm not I'm not a big fan of his theme song. Uh, the whole lowrider song. Is it? Like uh, oh, all no my fr- yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it. I mean that's fine <laughs> if he loves it. I get it. I just, I, for some reason, I just can't get into that song. It's annoying as hell. When I watched the old George Lopez TV show, I skipped the intro just because it's just oh, not man, a fan. You can't, you can't talk shit of George Lopez is the man, man. Yeah, I yeah, love I his Lopez. show. I just skipped the, uh, the, the, like, the, uh, the, the, the intro. All my friends love a low rider. Nobody likes low riders. Not one person likes low riders. Not one usually, day. if I get in a car, usually if I get in a car, it becomes a low rider. So, with <laughs> <laughs> that speed bump, just bounces. Hell yeah! Uh, and I don't have to pay for this shit. <laughs> SCW Women's Championship uh, will be on the line when Paloma Star uh, goes up against Angel. Now we've seen Angel uh, recently over the last few months uh, make her debut into SCW, yeah. and she's made quite an impact there too. So. Uh, how do you feel? Well, first off, give me your your opinion on even the women's division of SCW because it has been, for no disrespect to the women who are there, kind of lackluster over the last uh, few months. It has been, and you know, it seems like in the indie scene, it's hard to find women wrestlers uh, that are you know willing to possibly travel or whatever whatever yeah. the issue is. And I don't know; it could be a financial thing, you know, because mm-hmm. women women wrestlers in indie seen are hard to come by yeah good quality indie rest you know so they're going to require a little bit more money and i don't blame them so you know i think it'd be an all right match but you ever see the video where uh this guy this had to be years and years where elite pain took angel and power bombed her off the top rope was that her I seen a video yes. where Lee Payne did that to a yes. woman. I just didn't know who it was, so that was Angel. Johnny, yes, Johnny Wilde was trying to stop. And that's when Johnny Wilde was managing them. Oh, okay. yeah, it was at some high school up north, and they just a bullet just knocked her the hell out. Okay, I have seen a video. If we can find that video, maybe we'll post it up on our uh, Facebook page for those who haven't seen it. Uh, just to give you guys a feel of who this. Uh, the Cena-esque uh, Hunter Payne that is today what he used to be back in the day. Do you feel that Hunter Payne got a little PG-13? Like, he's not really the Southland badass anymore, right? Yeah, honestly, 
when when he was when we when we first started going, we me and my kids started going <clears throat> back when it was in the Legends in 2014. That's how long we've been going, and mm-hmm. I I thought he was better as a heel personally. Yeah, but, well, he kind he kind of went from like. Uh, uh, big evil Undertaker in like 2002, yep. 2003 to like mid 80s Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Oh, very like. But too, though, but too, though, you, you know, you, SCW's got a lot of kids that come. Yeah. So, you know, they like, you know, you got to have like the Hogan S guy, but I don't know. But that's, that's, that's what, yeah, but that's what fucking uh, Alliance of Hope is for. You know, they're the oh, fucking. God, uh, yeah, you mean uh, literally everyone who used to be part of like the Evil Alliance, whoever the hell the Sheik and uh, Paradox and uh, Crane yeah, Paradox has been around for a while. No, but all of them now. Yeah, but they're now all part of the Alliance of Hope or the the fucking what the fuck are they called now? It's, it's the Alliance of Hope, right? The Alliance of Hope. Yeah, yeah. it used to be the Patriots of Hope. Yeah, so it, it's goofy. I'm just waiting for Angus McDuff to make his return and be part of the Alliance of Hope because apparently every evil person that's in SCW who, you know, with <laughs> with the Sheik is now with Bane X, who is really just there to kind of just wave and be that Hulk, that Hulk Hogan for the fans. He doesn't wrestle anymore. He shouldn't wrestle anymore. That's true. Um, I'll give you that. Bane X is a better Hogan S. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's the crowd favorite. The kid, you know, he's the one yeah. the kids gravitate to. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. But Hunter Pain, Hunter Pain doesn't need to be, you know, that you know, like, hey, let me slap your three year old kid's hand and everything, and give him a little fucking knuckle sandwich as I walk through the fucking ring. It's just, it makes no sense. I, I, I loved when I first got into SCW back in 2017, and him and Marco were like managed by Bobby Blues when Bobby Blues was even like a like an arrogant manager. Now he's just oh, a yeah. goofy fucking ring announcer. That's some. Um... That some bitch come out dressed like uh, Char or uh, Willy Wonka from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> the Johnny Depp version. The Johnny Depp, yeah, version, not the Gene Wilder. Promos, even their promos were better when he was a heel and stuff. It was, it was incredible. Now it just got I'm so. I'm sure you can have any any wrestler on here. It's probably easier to be a heel than a face. Well, yeah, but like you, you remember back in the day, and obviously, you know, based on how we're built now, we know when you used to make Kool Aid back in the day, and they say two cups of sugar, you threw six in there. You know, you Shit, wanted six. more. Half right? a bag. <laughs> Nowadays, <laughs> so Hunter back then was like that extra sugary fucking, like, you know, Kool-Aid. Like, <laughs> you wanted something, but you wanted to add fucking more to it. And by God, when you did, it was incredible. Now, in this 2021 era, he is like fucking sugar-free Jello. Like, it's still the <laughs> treat, but it's just not as good. It's not the one you want. It's not the exactly. one you want. Exactly. Like, there's a difference between when a candy bar is made of chocolate or it's made of carob. And right now, Hunter like, Payne is like a veggie strip compared to we want the Hershey chocolate. Plant-based meat versus r- real meat. Right? Right? Like, like 2017 Hunter was like a chicken wing. Fucking 2021 Hunter Payne is a, is a fucking piece of cauliflower dipped in buffalo sauce. Well, maybe, you know, maybe when Evil Games and Evil take those titles, maybe they'll trigger something, you know. He actually needs to go back to where, uh, back his Windy City days. And I can never pronounce his name right when he was Nightbreed. Him. There you go. I can never, I can't pronounce that. I will fuck yeah. that up 
There, there is a moment yeah. where I want to interview Balthazar and Abaddon, and like just get them together. Austin Roberts and Hunter Payne. I, I well, want to do get as uh, if I am right, we have to ask the old great, you know, as I address Hunter Payne now, Hail Caesar. Um, <laughs> I believe if I'm right from some Windy City history, and I could be wrong, but that Julian the Warlock was part of Nightbreed too. Uh, that there were done. some evils. I know. I don't. Like I said, I could be wrong. Yeah. Because there was a team called the Warlocks, and I swore Balthazar. Hey, I said it. There we go. Possibly was a part of that, yeah. and I'm not sure. But yeah, I've I've tried to look up Julian the Warlock and can't find him. Yeah, I mean, like I only know them from Elite Pro Wrestling. That's when I first met them. Uh, back when like Hunter was like a little bit more slimmed down, a little bit more paler. And yeah, so, I've seen uh, – there's some guys who do a podcast, and they show the old matches for the League Pro. Yeah, that's uh, that, uh, Vito Tomaselli, and I can't remember the other guy's name. Did you see uh, – dear side note, did you watch uh, the A&E yes. Treasures and saw Vito? Yes. I thought, he, yes. He trained me. He was one of my, he was one of my coaches at the uh, League Pro School. Oh, no and, shit. Yeah, when I, went, when I went to go train him and his uh, brother uh, Sal were uh, – them, Jay Jensen, uh, and uh, my cousin uh, Mike were all my trainers there. Doesn't Jay Jensen run? Didn't doesn't he run Northern Lights? You ever heard of no, Northern Lights? No, you're thinking uh, you're thinking of EJ Jensen. You're thinking of Eddie. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. he runs Northern Lights. Which I'm contemplating whether or not to reach out to Northern Lights because I tried to back in 2017 and they gave me the brush off. Yeah. So now I'm trying really? to see. Uh, yeah, so I'm trying to figure out maybe I should try again. I think I'm going to just because I'm a, I'm a pretty open-minded guy, you know, and I'm a very easygoing person to an extent. And uh, I've always had some uh, decent, ma- uh, decent wrestlers mm-hmm. and uh, matches there. Just yeah. to me, maybe I'm wrong, but their videos look like they never had a much of a crowd. It didn't look like they got a lot of fans there. They uh, when they when they have their shows. When I, I remember going to a show once, I think it was on like a Sunday or something like that. But uh, I always thought they were Saturday. It just it's at it's in Joliet. It's in Godly. It's down by Wilmington. Godly. There we go. Yeah. Godly. Yeah. I, as far as I remember, when I went one time with Desert J, I went. I think it was on a Sunday. It was in one of their like district buildings, and it's huge. It's like okay. a basketball court. It's huge. There was a lot of people there. But they have all the uh, the bleachers and stuff rolled out for people to sit in, and there's just if they closed those and just did floor seats, it, it wouldn't. It would okay. have been fine. Uh, plus, they serve okay. alcohol, uh, which is awesome. Oh shit! So, yeah, I had a, I had a vodka. I don't know. I don't. Things. I don't know if I could get you know if I could drink at a, a wrestling event and actually not get kicked out. I know I can. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, he uh, well, Eddie, who owns uh, Northern Lights, I trained with him at uh, Lee Pro. No shit. I was actually uh, when we when we used to do dark matches during training, like when training was over, and we would do dark matches on our own. Right. He was my tag team partner. Uh, we would call ourselves the Bastards. So, <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that. I don't think he remembers me, but I do remember that stuff. And uh, um, oh god, the 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 fucking uh, referee who comes to SCW a lot. Um. What the fuck's his name? He he he's a referee for I think GPW. Shorter guy. Oh. I can't remember his name. But um, 
So I find like in, in, in Elite Pro and in the rest school, we called him Nubby. Um, oh, you're talking about uh, Turtle. Yeah, I guess you guys call him Turtle now. Yeah. Michael Norwar or something? Yes, yes. So, yeah, so he was in training with me. Uh, Chad Martinez was known by, Ch- uh, he was known as uh, Chad Norris or Chuck Norris. Uh, he was a <laughs> referee for Elite Pro. He was in training with me and stuff like that. I mean, there was a oh, bunch cool. of people that, like, uh, there was a guy that we called Brett Michaels because he kind of looked like Brett Michaels. There was uh, uh, Kimberly Cash. I don't know if you ever heard about her. Uh, she oh. was in training with me. There was a younger guy there, John E. Cash. He was in training, Ryan Projects. So a lot of these guys who I trained with, uh, and I think they, I don't think a lot of them wrestle too much anymore. Obviously, okay. Eddie does because he runs Northern Lights. He puts himself in his matches and shows. Everyone else I don't think is really into business anymore. I, I think I do know Kimberly retired. I remember hearing about that because obviously talking with like Hunter Payne. How long did you, uh, how long did you do that? Uh, I want to say it was maybe about six months before uh, work kind of screwed me over because I was working days and all of a sudden they decided to swap me to nights and I couldn't go uh, to training. The only time I was able to train was on Saturdays. Uh, they did training okay. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday morning. So I went to train on Saturday, but when you train once a week, you never really, you can't, it's hard to get into the business. And there was There's one no progress. Yeah, and there was one day where they're setting up a uh, all students battle royal. They're having a small kind of show, like quick throw together show, and it was supposed to have all the trainees from the school into a battle royal, and the winner will go on to face the elite pro champion at the end of the night. And oh, shit. yeah, so I was kind of excited about it until I got a phone call from my cousin. Um, and it's a business decision. I totally understood it. We call and say, listen, you're not going to be in it just because you're not fully trained, which I understood again when, once a week. Right. It sucked. It is what it is. But then like that kind of like got me to the point where I'm thinking like, if I'm doing a third of the work, it's going to take me a third, you know, it's going to take me three times longer to get into the ring. So, right. Right. um, yeah, then I just stopped and it, it sucked, but. You know what? It, it, it's one of the things where I, I think I'd be better doing what I'm doing here. Because I know in the ring, like, even doing the dark matches, like, trying to get mm. through it without screwing it up, I just, like, my memory would be too shot to even try to comprehend how to get through the fucking matches. So oh, I, think I, bet, doing, like, I, I think doing, like, the recording, the cameras and all that stuff, that's more me. Um, yeah, there you go. But You can be the Monday morning quarterback. That's what we do best. Yeah, yeah, talking. That's I, I do a lot better talking. <laughs> Uh, sharpshooter James Creed taking on Christopher St. Michael. I've noticed he's been around a lot more recently than in the past. Yeah, he was, uh, with, the uh, um, God, what was her name? The Plague. I thought it was The Plague. It was, uh, him, Jared Priest, B.O.W., and, God, what's the name? Ace Bradley was his name. He wrestles, that Ace Bradley wrestles, um, with Youth Gone Wild at Chicagoland Championship Wrestling. Okay. Man, his name's Tom. Oh god, he's been around for a long time. He's a he's a good good wrestler. Yeah, yeah. but Michael uh, Christopher St. Michael's pretty. He's pretty good. I think that probably be, probably one of your better matches of the night, honestly. Well, Creed always delivers. Now I can't say you know, I don't know if. You know, the Creed Hudson trilogy, I don't know if that will top, anything will top that. That no. was, 
And yeah, I liked, but, honestly, I liked how they took that and reversed it. They did their hardcore, you know, basically yep. anything goes match first, and then your last fall was a simple regular wrestling match. Yeah, and I, I was a huge fan of that, too. Um, I think it was different. It's it's one of the things, like, I mean, like, when I first kind of looked at it, it confused the hell out of me. It's like, you want the more stipulated match to be, like, the main event, but the way it kind of, like, played itself out, I got it. And I was I was really happy with it. And uh even Hudson mentioned on the Power Hour show um that, you know, it, it, he 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 told Creed you're welcome for putting you on the map for this uh, match. Which credit credits too. Hudson busts his ass to make fucking Creed look like a star in this fucking match. And um, one thing they did smart, what them mm-hmm. two did was so smart, is how they use social media to do their yeah. promos. Oh, yeah. That is missing. That is missing to where they can use social media. Let social media work for you. You know, yeah. that's well, going to that, draw more fan. You know, more fans yeah. in hopefully, and yeah, I, it hypes up the match even better. And it gives you know, mm-hmm. when that bell finally rings, it gives more. You know, there's more energy, more. Yeah. Just well, yeah, and, that, and that's what, what I'm saying. And that's what guys are missing. I mean, out of everyone, Creed, JPH, they they make they do the promos. They make you know they use social media to their advantage. Everyone else doesn't do that. Like I don't remember the last time I saw Lee Payne do a promo on a tag team. Um, I don't see you know last time Plum Star uh, made a promo. Jake Andrews, the current uh, Genesis champion. I mean, I, I remember uh, Charlie Jr. used to do them all the time. Now I don't even see those. So it's like people are getting away well, from. I, well, if he did them, I couldn't see him. He has me blocked on Facebook. So. No, oh, what'd you do to Charlie? Oh, you want to know? Oh yeah, did you helter skelter? What the fuck, man? No, what happened was, is me and him used to go back and forth, and we were cool about it. And I basically made a thing about he was making a Facebook. Uh, I don't know if he's doing a live video or. What? And I said, you you better hurry up and clean up your mom's basement before she gets home from work. Apparently that pissed him off. <laughs> I didn't know he lived in his mom's basement. Like, I don't even know if he does. <laughs> God. That's, that's how we're going to get the views here, man. I'm excited for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't care. It's, it's true. Okay, no, dude, that, and that's what we're here for. We're here to talk the truth about independent wrestling. I, it's, I made, and then one night we were, um, I think it was not last year, but the year before, that son of a bitch came trying to attack me with a was with a damn broom. I was just gonna let him hit me and fall back. <laughs> well, that's that's one of the things like we always used to talk about, like when we did interviews with independent wrestlers. Is hey man, do what you want to do, talk what you want to talk about. You know, we're not here to tear everyone down. You know, we're here to build everyone up, and that's what we're that's still the objective here on this independent uh, episodes. Uh, but also, it's going to be brutal honesty that we're going to have to, you know, utilize as part of the show. It's yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like I'm not saying like if you go out there, what I want to do. Well, yeah, and that's what we need to do. Like, I mean, if you go out there and you have a match that maybe doesn't live up to the expectations that we think you're capable of doing, I think we'll mention it. We're not going to bury anybody. We're not going to say like, oh, fucking, you know, that's it. He's done. Kick him out. He's he's over with. But I mean, call we got to call people out on their bullshit. I mean, I, I get wrestlers. Who come, you know, who message me after their matches? Hey, what do you think? How'd you like it? You know, is there anything that, you know, you thought I could have done different and shit? And I give my honest opinion. And I think they appreciate that more 
<coughs> excuse me, instead of me coming on here, it's like, you know, hey, even though he, you know, he missed that 450 splash, you know, that, that was a 10 star match. Like, no, it's, it's like, you know, right. slow down, be more, you know, methodical, you know, shit like that. And that's what. Well, because as, you know, as a fan, we're, you know, we're the, we're the type of cynical fucking fans that will dissect the, sh- the shit yeah. out of wrestling matches. That's what my kid said last night. She wants you, me, to sit and watch wrestling together one day. <laughs> I was watching. I was watching AEW, just fucking criticizing the shit out of it. This is the but first. That's this, what I do. Yeah. This past week was the first AEW I watched in like a real long time. I watched highlights here and there, but I've just never been an AEW fan. Um, it was nice though. You know, I mean, like it. It seems like it's getting a little bit better. Like people are kind of like. I personally like the main. I personally like the main event. I thought it was a good. <laughs> event, but. I, yeah, I know I'm a lot not, of people don't like the Young Bucks, but I don't know what happened with them. Why they're so goofy looking now? But, um, oh, dude, they're they're fucking heels and they're they're the goofy heels. I I I personally don't mind comedy in wrestling. I know yeah. some people are like, oh, that's just that's killing the business. You know, it's the same thing as I heard when they did All Out and when Joy when they had like penises come out with Joey Ryan. I've seen wrestlers saying, oh, that's killing the business. No, actually, what kills the fucking wrestling business is when you get on social media and thank your opponent for a match. Yep. Stop doing that. The handshake in the middle between Creed and Hudson, I wasn't a big fan of. I know a lot of people weren't either. I don't, I don't really, you know, that didn't, that didn't bother me. You know, it's almost like a, you know, my personal opinion, I'd love to see Hudson shake his hand and just slap the shit out of him. Yeah, something. You know, show people that you're still that heel. Um, or go slap his mother or something. Shit, right? right <laughs> <laughs> uh, SCW Heavyweight Championship. Uh, JPH is taking on Xavier, Aaron Xavier. Now, the one question I do have for you is: We're seeing JPH take on Aaron Xavier. We're taking. We're seeing Paloma taking on Angel. I mean, Evil Gains Evil. Even mentioned on the Power Hour, where it's not just Hudson and Xavier, but it's also. Uh, Angel, she's a part of all that. Right, she's she's so, Aaron's wife. So even before Gaines Neville has an opportunity to take on Elite Pain, Aaron Xavier has an opportunity to become SCW Heavyweight Champion. Angel, so that right? The watch started. So Angel wins, he wins it, and then they win the tag titles, and they got all the fucking gold. Oh yeah, you put <laughs> Hudson up against Andrews to win the Genesis Championship. Why the hell not? And they give him the tag titles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how do you feel about because we kind of got rid of, we we got away from the whole you know earning a number one contender slot. It's now just everyone's being thrown into it. Which Holiday still well, has yet to get his rematch. Well, if he's got a rematch, you know, calm down there. Is he, is, he, is, you know, is, he, is he too is he too busy out there promoting his new movie? Yeah, the brass ring. You know, the brass ring. We had a you know. I'm surprised you haven't. Uh, Promoted that on here for him. I know nothing about it. I tried to find it. I can't even find it. I know nothing about this movie. I, I haven't. I never. I know it's like a te- very short film. It's supposed to be pretty damn good, though. What's it about? I believe that uh, Max plays a form like a down and out wrestler. I guess that's doing some type of like Comic Con thing. I could be totally wrong. I can tell her I I that's the basis I'm getting at from it. Well, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get Holiday have, on here to talk about it. There you go. See why not? Get, yeah. You know, 
and I'll just let you two have your, you know, your moment of, you know, in the sun. I'll just sit back and watch. You guys, you guys show way. respect for the three-time SCW Heavyweight Champion who held the title for over 400 days. Feats that yeah, people have not yet done yet. Yeah, but does the COVID era really count? Yeah, 100% counts. 100% counts. You got to count it. You can't just clap your hands and it goes away because it, it, it Well, how it many happens. events did they have during the COVID era? So uh-huh. instead of the Attitude Era, now we got the COVID Era champions? Yeah. <laughs> Lee Payne has held the titles for nearly 400, so still held the titles for some days. I think they've held it for 1,400, 1400 years. Yeah. There is no, <laughs> I'm telling you, they need some uh, challengers. Now I'm talking people like Hardcore Impact. Um, God, there's hell. Even have the family go up against them, and I'm not a family yeah. fucking fan. But I'm a fan of the he- like the Hellbillies from DWA. I was a huge. Well, fan the Hellbillies were at SC. Hellbillies have come down to SCW. Well, they need to come back. Shows. They need to come back. Then, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, isn't uh, isn't Holiday and uh, Holiday and Bow in a fucking team or some shit like that? No. Who the hell was Holiday? Holiday. He used to be back in the uh, pro pro wrestling blitz days. It was him, and he wasn't by Holiday. It was uh, God, I can't remember his name there. It was him, Machine, and uh, Grin and Barrett, the Three Ring Circus. Okay, okay, Machine. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Grim and Barry. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, fucking Grim, fucking uh, team with Holiday and take on Elite Pain. The teams, the teams Yobo. are there. Yabo, yeah. Yobo and Rob. Yabo, Yobo, good lord. Yabo, Yobo. Yeah. Yobo. <laughs> yeah, Yabo would be fucking good to, to bring down. Uh, you ever seen him? You ever seen him wrestle? Yeah, he wrestled at DWA. Well, ten nineteen. Good lord, he wrestles those goddamn uh, clown shoes on. Yeah. I thought he was going to fall every time he got on the ropes. Yeah. You know, one person that's missing from SCW, I've said, where the hell's Marche been? I know he's on NWA these days, but Marche was a mainstay in SCW. But does SCW need him? No, but just it's one of those things, like, you know, for the fans, you know, give, you know, because – you know, he comes out, that crowd pops for him. So like a like a John Cena, a rock, an Undertaker. Yeah, I, I give him like I a legends like contract, if you will. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll you know, make a figure out of him and Right. Maybe he can win the championship and then just vanish for like two years. There we go. Right? <laughs> um But yeah, I mean I, I yeah, Marche I hadn't seen uh God, I probably haven't seen him really since the, he lost the tag team titles with uh, Mulligan. I think yeah. maybe a couple of shows after that, but that was about it. Um, but I mean, it's nice to see some of the guys who like were at like the first show I've been to, like still kind of there. Uh, and a lot of them aren't anymore. Uh, Chris Miller's not there anymore. Um, uh, obviously Doc Blaylock's not there anymore. Max Blaylock isn't there anymore. Uh, right. uh oh God, what the fuck is that? JPH's old fucking tag team partner's not there anymore. Oh, uh, RK Savage. He got, Savage. I believe he got ill. Yeah. When they yeah, were think... when they were the rulers of wrestling, oh, that was, I love that. That team was pretty damn good. Oh yeah, it was it was, it was weird to see uh, JPH come out 
I guess he was just called Jay Harris at the time. Come off for the first time with his shaved head because he had those dreadlocks and shit, man. Um, oh, yeah. I, I thought that they had an opportunity to be, you know, tag team champions, you know, and obviously it didn't work out. They had the great series of matches between the two that ended with the uh, I quit match. Oh yeah, that that was a that was a damn good match. Yeah. Um. Well, what other what other companies can you think of that maybe we could reach out to or could reach out to us that we could do here besides SCW, PPW, and uh, possibly Powell, but they're they're like up in Fox Lake. Yeah. We also got to keep in mind you know, too is me, like I think doesn't Steve do a lot with Powell, and I don't want to step on those toes. No, I believe he does. Or is that CSW? He does a lot with uh, Chicago style wrestling. He's like their commissioner. I don't know what the fuck he is. Or he's a cancer, in my opinion, but. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I know yeah, I hate, he, I, I hate the fact, and I mean, obviously we're going to record this, uh, this is recorded for audio, but also we're going to release the video on YouTube. So those who are watching the video can see me do this. Um, <clears throat> my favorite thing, um, about Steve that he does, it, it, it's so fucking corny, but, uh, do me a favor. I need you to tell me, uh, just, I just need you to say something like, Hunter Payne isn't uh, as tough as you think he is. And I'm going to pretend to be Steve Arnett. So go ahead. Hunter Payne isn't as tough as he says he is. <laughs> the goofiest fucking face. The goofiest fucking face. Or you're just, you're just like, I don't know how it is, but like from like the side, you're just like, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, are you really a shock at all? Because somebody who's a heel is the you know tearing down their opponent? Like, yeah, you don't you don't have to do the whole fucking like you know see no evil speak no evil you know see no evil bullshit monkeys like <gasps> like a big old gas. What the hell? Now he's a commentator for SCW. How the hell did that happen? I don't know. He took my job, so thanks for that. That's what I was gonna say. I thought that was a JFW job. I thought it was too. I guess I, I guess I shouldn't feel bad if I take uh, S. Uh, maybe I'll just make CSW an exclusive. Uh, uh, partner with uh, JFW. That way, uh, Power Hour could go, uh, you know, shocking all themselves into uh, oblivion. There you go. Right. <laughs> Nothing against C Red, though. You know, just wish he was a better manager. So, um, Damn. I know, right? It's okay to say things like that because uh, it's me. I'm, I'm too lovable to hate, no matter what I say. It's, it's goofy as fuck. That's true. I, I know that, right? I mean, fucking beginning. I mean, you didn't. We we didn't really like each other. I mean, you just came at you came at this podcast like we were a bunch of jagoffs. <laughs> we didn't even know who the hell you were. I was. Yeah, I you, like, you, you you going to light you light me up. You were as well known as fucking Dan Smith. That's true. That's true. Right? Which I still and believe we, to this day. Who's Dan Smith? I started that. Still, I started that. I started that. Well, I started. Actually, I, I I think I put who the fuck is Dan Smith. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I said who's Dan Smith <laughs> on the podcast that was released before they did anything, and I had to make that point the night of when uh, they started doing promos in the back. Who's Dan Smith? I'm Dan Smith, and then like you're doing the uh, comments on SCW. I was like, I'm pretty sure I said that first, so I went back and I found the video. That's why recording shit's amazing. That's why I know I can never be friends with Steve Arnett because there's a video of me going. <laughs> But well, I mean, we're willing to partner uh, with everybody, and we're willing to be teammates, you know, work well because independent wrestling is huge in the Midwest. 
It used to be oh, yeah. bigger back oh, yeah. in the 90s and the 80s, even the early 2000s. Uh, and our goal here is to bring that back. Actually, your indie, indie feds really, you know, back in the eight, shit, the late 80s, I went to, uh, I have to send them to you this weekend. Uh, the old type flyers, like, uh, it was CI promote, I think it's called CI wrestling promotions where they had Spike Huber, Ox Baker. They had a couple shows where Bruiser Brody was there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually have a flyer where, uh, uh, the Undertaker is known as Commando. He wrestled in Watsika one night. No kidding. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. That's very cool. Well, I think because uh, like I, the whole reason we're videotaping this is because we're releasing it onto YouTube because we want to grow the JFW uh, uh, site the channel as well. So maybe we'll do some things right. from time to time when we have free time and we'll do like a watch along of old like independent matches. We okay. just release them up onto, you know, we just, just, so like people like, you know, just our reactions to like just old matches and shit like that. But see, we're so worried about making an hour. Here we are, a little over an hour. We have, we have done oh, an yeah. entire oh, show yeah. and all we did is just bullshit more we can talk. talk about. So much more. Um, but, uh, we talked about SCW. That's the biggest thing. Uh, we're going to get more matches, uh, uh, scheduled and released. We'll talk about those. Maybe we'll even start doing some match predictions and stuff as we get closer to the event. Okay. Uh, PPW is uh, putting on a show uh, up in Wisconsin, Labor Day weekend. As of right now, uh, it's confirmed that I am free that Saturday. I took vacation off work, so if you want to plan a trip up there, we can definitely look into doing that. Okay. Um, I know Paul from PPW. Yeah, if, they're, was, if they're willing to, uh, you know, I know you said they're giving you free tickets and stuff. We need to patronize that company. Oh yeah, PPW is one of my uh, favorite companies. We we talk about them as much as we can. Obviously, we don't talk about them as much as SCW, which I do feel bad about that. But that's why we have these episodes now because these are solely independent wrestling. We have more time to do that stuff. Well, um, I've seen PPW's got um Xavier Cross that used to wrestle SCW. Yeah, I I had a whole gimmick. I talked I talked to that kid. I had a whole gimmick what he needed to do. Remember the Straight Edge Society with Punk? Yeah. I said, you need to come out and do something like that, but when you come out, you need to bless people with holy water and how you're <laughs> going to save them. Like, all of that. It, it, you know, you call it the cross effect. Instead of Straight Edge Society, the cross effect. I like that. Remember well, how if, those TV evangelists used to touch people? Yeah. And fall? I, said, I said, shit, you go around and just, I said, do it to me, I'll fall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it is uh we'll see what day is it it's uh september 4th up in holman american legion holman wisconsin um some of the matches they currently have is just jake versus black andrew bronson maverick on, and i gotta look up my shit hold on yeah. i gotta look up what you sent me hold on yeah i'm not technology savvy now oh it's fine it's just gonna be a brief run through um Maverick and a mystery partner is going to take on Night Court. Uh, we got the PPW World uh, Heavyweight title that's on the line with Robbie McCann, the current PPW Heavyweight Champion, uh, with opponents who still be announced. Is the that PP- dude wrapped in a Confederate flag? Uh, <laughs> that looks like a fucking Confederate. Oh, my God, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Perfect. Uh, PPW tag team titles are on the line. It's Pain and Pleasures taking on the Unleashed. Uh, United I like States. That name. The Unleashed or uh, Pain and Pleasure? Pain and Pleasure. Excellent. They need a tag team called Safe Word or just call them Pineapple. <laughs> I always thought of a tag team called Vicious and Delicious, and I'd call myself Delicious. Who'd be your tag team partner? <laughs> You, uh, you ever met a uh, big Bobby that goes to uh, SCW? Yeah, he's yeah. taller than me. He'd be vicious and I'd be delicious. Oh, there you go. And I'd almost do like a gold dust thing. <laughs> what you should do is like just get a tag team and call them Safe Word, and then they do like a, like a Yokozuna, a Yokozuna, like you know, like just drop ass right on their face and just call it pineapple. <laughs> Uh, United States six-man tag team title match. No Coast taking on Disciples of Darkness. Um, and then the NAW, because PPW and NAW do cross-promotion. NAW TV oh, title. They? they do, yeah. Uh, Crazy Scott uh, against a mystery opponent. Uh, the table match that's included is the Legacy Championship, the PPW uh, Devlock versus Pretty Boy. Uh, there's other ones. We'll get through. We'll, we'll talk about more, but... Um, how many belts they got? Well, it's two companies, man. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so all these are not PPW titles. Well, no, uh, yeah, no, not all of them. Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's not. It's not like it's a participation award company, man. It's just you know. It's just well, I'm, just, I'm not banging on them. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Give me a title. PP, PPW's gonna be new to all of us, man. Like I said, like, I, I, I talk to Paul, you know, once a month on, you know, what shows are coming up and stuff like that. And this is gonna be another way to work with when we start getting independent wrestlers on here. We're gonna get these guys on to talk to them too. So, um, I, I definitely see a lot of interviews happening in our future and I'm really excited about that. Yes. Yeah. So again, that's September 4th up at the Holman American Legion post in Holman, Wisconsin. Uh, we'll go over the match cards again. That's not till September, so we got plenty of time to talk more about it. Uh, SCW's gonna have more stuff coming out. Oh, jeez. You know, we never really thought about how we're gonna close the show out. You know, obviously over on the mainstream, you know, Diesel J does a ton to read his bell on the podcast. I see my perfect as always, but I don't know if we should do that here or find something different. What, what's, what's, what's your thinking? Leave them in suspense for right now. We'll have, we'll have something. Right, like it just we'll faded to black right now. It's not yeah, just dim we'll out. Something. I guess so, but I do got I do got to promote some more things before I leave though. I gotta get that stuff in there. Oh no problem, man. Gotta and pay the bills. Gotta pay the bills, uh, guys. As you can see, I am wearing my JFW logo T-shirt uh, as well. If you look behind me, I got my JFW banner right back there. Uh, all this stuff is available at tpublic.com. All I'm gonna do is search T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com and just search JFW right there. And you'll find all our amazing products in our Freaknet Studio store. Everything from JFW logo stuff to the original Freak uh, Travis T-shirts to the uh, Extreme Outcast Daily shirts to uh, Mr. 33% Dizzle J. And then one day we'll definitely get Steve uh, some merchandise in there, too, if he just tells me what his gimmick is. I need is. a banner. I need a banner behind me. Well, it's available at tpublic.com. You just search T-E-P-U-B-L-A-C.com. Well, no, 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 no. I'm going to look at my contract here, you know. Yeah. I, I must have not read it real well because I thought I was going to get some free shit. Have you ever heard of the Chicago Black Sox and how they uh, they they threw the World Series to uh, make some more money? Yes. Do you know why they did that? No. Because Mr. Kaminsky paid them what they were owed and nothing more. 
Welcome to episode oh, yeah. one of your podcast career, kid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, uh, I had to uh, kill the podcast for you. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just kidding, kind of. Don't worry, Hunter. I'll get you your shit. God damn it. Hunter? What? No, I'm just kidding. Anywho. Uh, yeah, no, we got, we definitely got to get you some JFW stuff, man. Like, I mean, I got JFW mugs and banners and stuff like that. I mean, I, I put money back into the business, but hey, whatever you guys want to do, it's totally fine. That's fine. Yeah, we'll just, uh, we'll just have to figure out where, where exactly are you recording from? Cause it looks like a bathroom. <laughs> my, my kitchen. Oh, yeah. My lot dining of, room. Heart of the home, love good food. Okay. Hey, don't judge. I didn't put, I put it up, but. The wife picked it out, you know. So, oh, we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely work on getting you a banner to kind of throw up there and stuff like that. So, I don't know if I want to get you the original Jeff or the new Jedi banner. Maybe I'll find you like the original one or something like that. Or maybe I'll get you the travesty uh, one that has my face on it in a golden frame. Stick right behind you. There you go. There you go. Right. So, um, but speaking of merchandise, like I said, just go to tpublic.com, t-e-e-p-u-b-l-a-c.com. Pick up your merch, just search JFW, get coffee mugs, t-shirts, banners, notebooks, cell phone cases, uh, tapestries, pillowcases, or not pillowcases, but pillows, everything like that. We are actually coming out, we're coming out with a new shirt soon. Actually, not only Steve's, as soon as he's figured out, but a new one that's been in the works since Rock and Wrestling. And it's actually to, uh, you may not like this, Steve, but it's to page, uh, to pay homage to the commissioner of SCW. So, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't want to do it, but apparently there was some agreement that was made that uh, we got to do it. So there is going to be a Sentinel t-shirt that's going to be designed and released by uh, JFW. So that's going to happen soon, um, but it's a limited time. I think I'm going to quit. It'll be okay. I think I'm going to quit. Trust me, you'll be fine. It'll be okay. All right. I trust you. Trust me. When when you see the design, you're going to be like, you know what? I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. And you know what? Again, it keeps uh, it keeps us within good standings with the promotion. Because so. believe it or not, the board... Have, have, having me on here might not keep you in good standings with the promotion. <laughs> well, I, I, I am allowed. I am allowed to hire whoever I want for it. I mean, that, that was one of the agreements on, like, you know, having Dally, one of their employees on here, was to have an understanding that I'm okay with having whoever I want on here as long as, you know, I think it'll work. And I'm, I, I think it'll work with you. And I know within reason everything's going to work itself out. SW's going to be okay with this. I know Sentinel won't be happy with it, but you are a super fan yeah. of the business. And if SCW tells me you can't be on here, then maybe SCW doesn't be on my show anymore. Oh, shit. Right? I could do shit like that. You want to know why? Because like I told Sentinel, this is my fucking show. <laughs> I could do things like that. But great standards of CW, that's why, you know, they're okay with me having you on, even though they don't know you. I'm sure they'll be okay with it. Sentinel probably won't be, but it's not like he's going to say anything about it. So nobody, actually nobody knows, do they? Nobody knew. That put- Dally and Dizzle J didn't know until uh, your face appeared. They didn't know who uh, who mm-hmm. was the new uh, member of JFW until eight minutes into this podcast. So it's gonna be like the Hogan thing, you know. Twenty five years from now, we'll see a memory yeah. of me being the fourth person, yeah. fourth man. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you are, uh, you are our. Uh, who was the fourth guy? Was it? I think it was Ted DiBiase was the fourth member of uh, NWO. You're DiBiase. Huh. Could be worse. Look at that, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> Could be Buff Bagwell. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, um, Vincent. There you go, right? You don't want to be a Vincent. Uh, did you ever see, did you see the meme, uh, or whatever, the, uh, the fucking weird thing that was posted online that, uh, he, he made a Twitter post and put a picture of like him and Brooke. And he says, like, I don't care who your dad is. It's $20 yes. for a photo. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's, uh, I hope we don't, thing. I hope we don't become that eventually. Oh, God, no, no. The overall <laughs> goal though is to get to, uh, like, I don't know if you ever heard us talking, I mean, you had to, if you listened to our show, uh, they had the, um, the uh, wrestling expo down in Indianapolis. They had uh, like a yeah. whole wrestling convention this past uh, spring. Uh, the whole goal is by next year to have our own booth at that convention. So I'm actually nice. in talks with them now about it. And I'm kind of, I, I think I'm on a list to where I'm going to be one of the persons who's going to be notified. The booth the, and the table doesn't cost that much. And because of our sponsors, and the more we get, you know, people buying our shit, the more money we're going to have, uh, we'll have our own booth. And then we'll be down there. There'll be independent wrestlers we can talk to. There'll be mainstream wrestlers we can talk to. And this way, who knows? Maybe we can find one of those mainstream guys to get on the show, and then they'll start building more relations. We could be the next Conrad Thompson. There you go. We're not going to get into mortgages, though. No, God, no. No, I can't. I can't keep my own house. Fuck. I I personally like Cornette over Conrad. Jim Cornette, yeah, I, I like Hell him. Yeah, yeah, I, he he's very sentinel like in his like anger, but yeah, I like his knowledge and his stories. I think they're really cool. Yeah, yeah. actually, Conrad, <laughs> they're all pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I honestly one of the best Conrad uh, podcasts right now is My World with Jeff Jarrett. That's that's yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it, it's nice to hear his. I story. like because I like when they talk. I'm one of those guys like him. I like when you talk about money and what actually yep. went on. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Jarrett's so. is one of my favorite. I'm not a big fan of the JR ones. 83 weeks is okay from time to time, depending on the topic. Uh, some of the wrestle I do like. Um, I, I love never... JR because he, he's an angry old man. I love that shit. You mean when he's <laughs> over there uh, He's over there uh, doing this commentary on WWE Dynamite? Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! How long I, did he work for that company? I know. I've, I I uh, I posted a I posted a tweet uh, yesterday after watching the AEW recording, and I heard Jr. on the fucking uh, show say this is some serious shiznit, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I said a tweet out. I'm like, so Jr. said shiznit on AEW. That's all. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll figure out. We'll figure out a good closing for the show. Um, and then, obviously, uh, uh, Steve, welcome to uh, JFW. I'm, I'm glad you're here. Thank you for having me, man. I'm gonna. Sky's the limit, baby. Sky's the limit. Right. Right. And uh, hopefully, everyone can continue to uh, tune into us because we. The overall goal is to do this weekly, and this is strictly independent wrestling. So as we as I mentioned on my Facebook page and as uh, I posted on the Facebook page for JFW, if you guys out there, if you if you work for a wrestling company, an independent wrestling company in the Midwest, or you know somebody who owns a wrestling company in the Midwest, message us at JFWpodcast at yahoo.com or message us on Facebook at Just Freaking Wrestling. Let us know so we could help start promoting your show and stuff. And we're not really asking yep. for much out of this, you know? I mean, like, we're just trying to build relationships with you guys and, you know, just trying yeah. to help, trying to help the independent uh, business, 
by trying to talk to as many companies as we can. So make sure you tune in every single week to our show, which is going to be released uh, just by searching Just Freaking Wrestling on uh, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. Uh, ask your Alexa app to play Just Freaking Wrestling. It will do it. Uh, we're released on Verbal, and I'm trying to get on Pandora, but that's all goofy shit. So, um, <laughs> Steve, until next time, and uh, by then, maybe we'll figure out a good uh, exit tip. So. We will. Cool. Cool. All right, guys, I'm Travis C., uh, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. See ya. <laughs>